listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 Jacksonville fires Urban Meyer last night, presumably about the the comments that the kicker, the former kicker came out and gave about him being kicked by Urban Meyer. Maybe that was the straw that broke the camel's back. But Vegas has responded by saying the Jags are upgraded without Urban Meyer. Okay, let's start there, and then we'll get into the Urban Meyer specifics. I think that this is a very interesting time to kind of say who is watching the watchers. And what we know is the media watches what happens in the NFL and various other things. And now the question is, is there biases? Are there biases in the media? And could this situation tell you something about the media themselves? I think it does. First, though, objectively, Vegas-style, the line in this game. So Jacksonville, surprisingly, if you can imagine, was favored this week. Why? Because they're playing the Houston Texans, hosting the Houston Texans, and they were favored by three and a half points as of yesterday. Now, even a day or two ago, it was three. Now, home field in the NFL is less than three these days, so that meant that Jacksonville was considered the superior team, okay, by some amount, let's say from minus two to minus three, which is pretty significant. Then it went up to three and a half. And this was yesterday when there was no sense that Urban Meyer was going to be fired this week. You would think if there was any chance of him retaining his job after this year, they'd have to win this game. This felt like a kind of a key game, right? You're favored. You haven't been winning. you got to win one uh, or at least one more. And then fired last night late. And what happened? The line went from Jacksonville favored by three and a half. Their coach is gone. That must be a bad thing, right? No, it's gone up three and a half to four to four and a half, all the way up to five. Jacksonville is favored by five points now over Houston Texans. Why is this? Well, there's a concept called a fired coach bump. At least you can describe it as that. And since 2009, so we're talking about a dozen years, when a coach is either resigns or is fired or whatever the PC way it's explained, he's out during the season, 17-9, and nine, that team, it's next game. 17 winners, this is against the spread, nine losers, that's 65% in the last dozen years. Is that a sure thing? No. Does it always happen? No. But 65% of the time, the team overperforms, and now the market is aware of that, and thus the market tends to adjust when it knows there's a factor. And the factor is a pro factor, an up arrow for Jacksonville, at least for the first game. The question becomes, why would this happen? Why would there be a bump? If you relieve someone in the middle of a season – Things must be pretty bad, right? That's an extreme case. Sure, and things obviously are pretty bad there. Yes, and and historically, I think in these other games, the reason the trend I think applies is you don't see a scenario that things are kind of bad, but not really that you relieve a coach in the middle of a season. Why? Because if that coach offered any value, and we saw with Gruden, would forgetting the ethics of it, the morality of it, the right and wrong of it. The Raiders actually played really well the game after Gruden was relieved, but they've played pretty darn poorly overall since. Why? Because, well, 
Gruden was your offensive mastermind. You take him out and, and nothing's added, that's a net negative by definition. But even so, that first game, the relief that the drama's over, that, that all, and obviously in the Gruden case, there was drama around his firing. And with Urban Meyer, obviously drama around the firing of Urban Meyer and, or the lead up to, for sure, the tumult within Jacksonville. And thus, this seems to fit the, the, the long term macro trend that teams have a bump after the firing for that first game. AJ, does that seem applicable to this case like I think it does? I think it is absolutely applicable because I think this, this is, I mean, Trevor Lawrence was saying as much two days ago, we've got to stop this drama if we're going to have a chance to win football games. Urban Meyer's obviously the center of the drama universe there, and I think removing that cancer can only be an upgrade to Jacksonville. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Okay, so we are experts at Vegas odds, Vegas handicapping, the NFL, etc. When it comes to having an opinion about Urban Meyer, yeah, it's radio guys have opinions. We won't spend too much time on it. But what is your you know, human take on the whole situation overall? My human take is that Urban Meyer is not used to losing. I think that he's almost – I would bet that Urban Meyer is a bit relieved that he's not the head coach of the Jags anymore. I think that he probably regrets making that decision. I think he, he – made a lot of money. And he still made that money. I mean, he, you get That's fired, you saying. still make the money, yeah. But I think he thought that maybe Trevor well, he's Lawrence— going to make the exact same money as if he had been no, coach. No, but, but he'll he, still he do a okay. Lot. For, for the hour, he, you know, I don't know if it's going to be $100,000 an hour or something, <laughs> but because, you know, he didn't seem like he was grinding too hard, uh, no pun intended, with the grinding at the bar. <laughs> but, the, but the fact of the matter is he made a lot of money. Now, did, is the reputational hit— Worth it? Was his reputation good to begin with? I feel like well, he was already kind of looked at as a, a sort of a, a scumbag. Well, I, I mean, you you tend to call people things like that pretty easily. Like, <laughs> I don't remember like scumbag hired by the Jags being many headlines, <laughs> right? So, it, it, I, I'm not saying that the media was calling I mean, him, and I'm not the, calling the, him the, that. The, the, well, then. I, who's calling him that? Then? St- if it's not you and not the media, who's I'm calling saying the him consensus that? is Urban Meyer's how not a great you, guy. How do you really have a feel of what the consensus is? Twitter.com. Because of the comments on your Twitter account? I guess that's it. That doesn't do you see- feel like Urban Meyer's got a great reputation? Is it, like whoa, whoa, not, whoa, whoa, not as a head coach because he's sec- won. Hold on a second. We just went from him being a scumbag to having a great reputation. There's probably some middle ground between the two. Okay. Where you say, I would say he was known. Was his reputation any worse than Bill Belichick's? Yes. Really? Yeah. Like to be a, 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 any worse than Nick Saban? Yes. I don't think so. I don't think. In fact, I find that almost impossible to believe. How quantify for me how Urban Meyer's reputation before the Jacksonville job was worse than Nick Saban? It was both the two greatest winners in the history of college football, at least in the modern era. Both were difficult to deal with. Both recruited really hard. The only thing I, you would say is Urban Meyer had a rep of maybe being a little more lax on the ethical side where maybe some wild stuff was happening behind the scenes that he could have 
policed, but he didn't for the sake of winning. And maybe he was letting guys play that probably shouldn't have played for the sake of winning. Who, who, how much of the Aaron who, who, who Hernandez stuff have you seen? I mean, Aaron, how much of what stuff? How much of like the documentaries on Aaron Hernandez? I, none. Okay, well, they don't so, paint Urban Meyer in the. Well, the, I'm sure every documentary. I mean, what else would they do? Who are they gonna? Who could? Who else is gonna take blame? Because Aaron Hernandez already was a murderer, so that was something that was easy. He was gonna get some heat, but that's boring. So who else was gonna get the heat, right? So I mean, that doesn't mean it's not true. I mean, you've been on the fringe of, of big mainstream media enough to know that they come in with an agenda. Sure. Almost in every case, it's not some search for the truth. It's a search for a documentary that's going to get picked up so someone like you can watch it, right? Or the average person can watch it. I, I, I mean, I, I don't – I mean, come on. Do we really think if, if Belichick – let's use Belichick as an example. Or let's use Nick Saban because it's college versus college, which I think Urban Meyer is a college coach for the most part. At least his wins have come as a college coach. We're straight out of Vegas. You got two of them. Yeah, there you go. He has two or one? Two. Oh, okay, okay. Well, yeah, why did he get fired? Yeah. But, but here's, here's what I think is, is clear, is Urban Meyer could have had a lot of jobs. I mean, what job couldn't he have had in college if he had not jumped to the pros? If he had passed on Jacksonville, you think he could have got the LSU job? Sure. You think he could have got the Notre Dame job? No. Really? No. Oh, all right. Do you think he could get the uh, USC job? Yes. Okay. So he had his pick of jobs pretty much. Pretty much. All right. So how could he be considered a scumbag? He left two jobs under suspicious circumstances. Well, suspicious at high state was he was crying about his heart hurt. And then sure enough, next day I got a or yeah, next so that, week I got a new job. So is that? I mean, I think maybe scumbag is a word that's a little more drastic than than I Fair ever enough. use. Is did he have a reputation as like someone that should be sainted, or maybe if it was a knighthood to give? No, <laughs> but he was considered a winner. That any program, I tell you this, University of Houston would have would have. Built named the stadium Absolutely. after him to have him. Sure. So maybe we're working at a level here when your experience is at the University of Houston or whatever. UT would have done whatever to get him. No, they wouldn't have. Really? They didn't no. want him, huh? No. They want they they, they, they want a, a Sark, but they don't want Urban I, Meyer. I'm telling you, I don't think they would have taken Urban Meyer. Taken? First of all, why? Explain that. Because Texas is very worried about their reputation. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. With all with with the stellar recruiting they've done and how there's never any brown. You don't. You think. When they, when have they been in, involved in something paying players? They, so they're when, very cognizant of it. When was Urban Meyer involved in paying players? He under wasn't. that theory, he wasn't. So what are we? But talking you're talking about? about a bag. Like what are you talking about? Well, what I'm saying is, we. I think we all know that every major program, either directly or indirectly, in my opinion, there's there's uh, infidelity going on. That there's some type of illicit payment. Is it is it being coordinated by the head coach? Probably not in most cases. Is it happening with awareness of the head coach? Absolutely. You think under pick your Texas coach, there wasn't – you don't think Vince Young got any money? I'm sure that he did. Oh, then what are we even talking about then? But I'm saying there was never any questions about Mac Brown. That Mac Brown was never under a microscope the way Urban Meyer's constantly been well, under a microscope. because Mac Brown didn't win like Urban Meyer. Mac Brown had one winning year that was one play away from not even – or one year as a national – I mean, we were talking about national championships yeah. here. What you consider a winning year is eight and six. Six or whatever. Not when you, at high state, it's national championships. It's what we count on. And Urban Meyer brought what multiple ones, right? 
Two. Or did, yeah, two. And then the coach before that brought one. That's just the way we do it. Well, maybe Urban just did get one at Ohio State, got two at Florida. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, it's like this guy, I mean, if you if you really say who's, I mean, by Colin Cowherd's assessment, the winningest coach in college football history, it's Nick Saban and Urban Meyer in his mind. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I told McKenzie before the show, I, I said, it, Urban Meyer it, was the second best college coach of our generation, and I don't think it was even close. Okay, but a scumbag. Like, that's not, I mean, is Joe Paterno a good coach? Yeah. Is he a scumbag? I mean, first off, I think that is such a, um, not only a delicate issue, I think it's a it's a sophisticated issue. But what I'm saying or, is you could be a good coach. It's a complex issue, I think. But what I'm saying is I don't think that Paterno is a good example of that because there's a lot of different ways. Listen, I have not studied like the affidavits and read through, but by all accounts, I mean, do you believe... And not saying that you're right or I'm right or whatever. Do you believe that Joe Paterno knew that there was molestation going on and covered it yes. up? Yes. And do you think that's a common consensus opinion? Again, this is just me watching documentaries, but, may, but I mean, but, so but if what, I'm being what, fooled what by them. Be, but what could be the agenda of a documentarian? Uh, like, could you imagine a documentary at the end says, you know, it's too complex, too close to call. We can't, we don't, we don't really know. I do think often if there's nothing there, then there's nothing but, worth but, making a documentary but about. No one said there was nothing there. Obviously, the, the story as it goes is here's a guy that trusted his uh, a, a friend for decades in a way that was like he couldn't fathom that happening. There was no obvious evidence to him. And again, I'm not saying that that's true. I'm saying Paterno's mind, there was no obvious evidence, and thus he gave his friend the benefit of the doubt. Now, was he right to do that? No, obviously in hindsight. Was he someone that had the intention of doing wrong? I don't think so. Okay, well, I'll give you a more obvious... uh, How could someone spend their whole lives trying to help kids... And then that be like his goal. Now, was there a time that that it started looking really bad after maybe he was fired already that he then started thinking, man, maybe if I where there was no more effect that he could have on the situation that he started to maybe cover things up? Perhaps. And if so, that is a bad thing. No doubt for Paterno. But it's not the same as being like part of like a child sex ring. What about our Bryles? I don't even know. I mean, the guy was at Houston. At Baylor, uh, yeah. where all the, the, the assaults were happening. So how would you characterize that? I mean, he was he was aware. There's documentation that he was aware. And he said, well, let's cover this up for the sake of the football team. That sounds like a scumbag to me. But, but he's winning is, a lot of games. What I'm saying is a, a but, guy. But, but, who, hold on. You, you're confused. And what I'm, I'm not explaining myself. I'm not saying winning a lot of games excuses the, uh, uh, criminal activity. What I'm saying is that if someone wins a lot of games – and they are even close to a line, they're going to get a ton of scrutiny. And we've got to be especially careful to make sure we don't just jump to conclusions that everyone that gets scrutiny is somehow guilty. Because, And especially if it's from a single perspective of a documentary that has a business agenda, in most cases, to come up with something sensational. 
right? I mean, I and 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 again, I'm not saying it's not even. I don't know for sure if it's true or not true. Why does Jacksonville and Con hire someone? That and why would tax or everyone apparently everyone but taxes USC and LSU and whoever the the most prestigious jobs in the land the guy that coached for what ten plus years at Notre Dame says I'm out of here boys I'm heading to LSU mm-hmm. well if Meyer w- would have not taken the Jacksonville job on the f- plane ride down he could have said you know Kelly I've decided I'm taking it they would have sent Kelly back home to Notre Dame you think now. No, I don't. Now is a different story, but now, and to me, that's an interesting question: is what's really happened? If I said, based on the reporting, what has, has Urban Meyer done? What would what would you uh, pro, for the defense? You're the Marsha Clark right now. What would the Urban Meyer prosecution be? The Urban Meyer le- uh, did not travel back with his team. Okay. Okay. I mean, don't act like that's nothing. Well, I mean, well what the, it is is it's it's unusual. It's unprecedented. Wow. Are we sure about that? Yes. Okay. I mean, unless it was like a family emergency or something, I would assume. But. Okay. So, but do you think that he, he did it without the GM knowing? Did he do it without the owner knowing? I don't know. I don't know. Either. But 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 let's be candid. If they were winning, we wouldn't even have heard that story. I mean, because he obviously didn't think it was a big deal, or he wouldn't have done it. Unless the video came out, and then we'd be like, well, why, well, why was the he video, there? Well, first of all, if the video didn't come out, we wouldn't even know it. Right. Right? So, all right, but go ahead. Let's say he was at a bar after they played a Thursday game, and he didn't travel back with his team. And after that, his owner said, hey, this was not a good thing, but hey, he's still our coach. Okay, continue. Now he's accused of assaulting a player. Assaulting is that? Are the police involved? No, that's what just, just what the the way the player worded it. Okay, and when did the player word it? Like right after it yesterday. Happened? Right after it happened. No. So when did it happen? It happened in August. Okay, and he kicked him. Kicked him. Like 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 Bruce Lee. Uh, he described it as a five out of ten. Yeah, what does that even mean? <laughs> I mean, he, I what's think a he... one? I mean, the guy never made a field goal in the pros. What was he? Oh, for three? <laughs> what was, he was zero out of ten apparently. But my point is, it's like once you get once you that happens. If it, in theory you're supposed to report it, let's say, oh, you're scared because you want to still keep your job. But then you're, if you then uh, get cut by that team. Now, in theory, that'd be sour grapes at that point, but you're supposed to report it then, right? Has he gone to the police yet? I, not that I know of. Not that's been okay. reported. Do you want to bet he doesn't? No, he won't. Okay. so it was, Because then, now he's gotten what he wanted. Then it's like slapping someone on the back Then hard. here's the question, RJ. Okay. Like, you're saying like he's he hasn't done anything wrong. No, no, Why? I didn't say that. I'm asking you what he did wrong. What I'm saying is he's he, if he, when do first year coaches go two and eleven and get fired in season unless there's something off the field that's an issue what? or in the locker room. I'm that's saying an issue. that what's been an issue is and like and listen, I agree with a lot of what Colin said today that Urban Meyer wasn't able to get ahead of the stories. It's, it feels like, to me, a, 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 a hit job done by the media. The media decided that, I don't know why, Urban Meyer has a I mean, obviously he was very successful at Fox, you know, on the TV yep. side. So to some degree, like, the guy was liked there by, it seems like, most people. But he has a acerbic personality. He might be an a-hole. He probably is an a-hole, it seems like. But you don't safe. get fired over that. I know. Unless the press has an agenda to get you fired over it. And it was unrelenting. And to be honest, I still don't fully understand what the egregiousness, other than 
Trevor Lawrence, the savior, wasn't playing too well. Or if there were internal rumblings from the players who said, we can't, we can't play for this okay, guy. Okay, but they, they, it was the exact same thing that happened with uh, the Jacksonville guy, uh, Coughlin. Coughlin. So do we think, is Coughlin a scumbag? No. Okay, Coughlin's so, a difficult dude. Uh, so or I think Urban Meyer, no doubt, is a difficult yep. dude. But do you get fired over that? This feels like a media-created drama that led to his firing. And you know what? He maybe ultimately wasn't winning. If he was winning, this wouldn't have happened. Absolutely. If he were 11-2 and two instead of 2-11, and 11, the media uh, maybe the media's the media, not coming after him. No, certainly or not. even if they are, the ownership is saying, that's nothing. We're fine. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.